Hello, friends. Welcome to the Brand Is You podcast. My name is Robin Savage. I am a copywriter and brand creator, and I am here to change the way you think about branding. I am here to tell you that the niche is dead. And in fact, we're going to take this conversation way beyond what a niche is or how to best copyright or how to attract your soul client. We're actually going to talk about the heart the soul, the impact, the drive, the why, the how of a brand that doesn't only support you financially and get your truth and your voice out there and make you visible in your industry. We're also going to get deep about how to build a true brand that has a lasting impact, how to have service that doesn't only make ripples, but makes waves, how to dive in so deep to your vulnerable leadership that you attract people who are on the same mission as you. We're going to get transparent. We're going to get strategic. And most of all, we're going to get connected as we build a brand that is truly representative of who you are. Welcome to The Brand Is You. Let's dive in. Welcome back to The Brand Is You podcast with Robin Savage. This is day four of the Art of Social Media free five-day course. And today we're talking about brand identity, your style, your aesthetic, what your expression says about you. So in the last module of this course, day three, articulation is power, clarity is queen, what we talked about was uh, like less is more in terms of speaking, writing, you know, no convincing energy, no overselling, none of that crap, okay? (laughs) We're getting to the point, we're learning how to speak with confidence, and we're learning what makes us different and unique. Now, part of that is really about your style, okay? And in last episode, in the last module, I talked about a boutique, And I want you to imagine something. So you're on a street, you're out shopping, you're out for a day, and you're looking for some new wardrobe pieces, and you're in a vibe, and you've got a coffee or a tea, and you're like out, the sun is shining, and you're like, ooh, baby, this is my vibe. This is super fun. And while you're out, you're like on this street that is road with shops. It's like boutique after boutique after boutique. Now... Here's the thing. Some of these boutiques are going to speak to you. Some of them are going to call you in and you're going to be super excited to go explore and you're going to be curious about what's on the shelves and you're going to feel attached to it and connected to it and drawn to it based on what it looks like, what it feels like, the window displays, the music you can hear coming through the open door, the people who are inside, the colors, all of it is going to contribute to whether or not you want to step inside. Now, here's something super interesting, okay? And this is maybe going to offer you a bit of a reframe in terms of how you look at social media. But social media is like your storefront, right? Your Instagram feed is your window display, And what's on display for the world to see is going to attract your certain people and other people is going to give that message like, nah, that's not for me. This is a good thing, okay? People identifying and recognizing that, nah, that's not for me is great because it allows you to focus more of your time, energy, and attention on the people that you actually want 
to come in to your space. The people you want shopping, the people you want to have conversations with, the people who are truly engaged and active and there to buy from you, who are there to learn from you, who are there to connect with you and to be with you. So knowing this, knowing that your social media is your storefront, can you start to see how your style your colors, your brand vocabulary, your quote squares, your reels, your color palette, the music that you choose, all curates an upfront experience that either draws in or repels certain people, right? Say I, if you're like, "Uh uh-huh, Rob, I get it. I. Okay, great. So knowing that, here's the thing. It's like we want to get really specific and intentional about that vibe that we're putting out there, right? We want to get really focused on who we want to come in those doors. So in the pre-work video for this course, we talked all about the who, okay? And not the who's from whoville, but like, who am I talking to? Who is my person? Who is the person that I want in the door? And if you haven't yet grabbed the pre-work video, the pre-work training for this program, highly recommend that you go get that because it's going to make this conversation a lot easier for you. Okay, it's going to really help it land. So the link for that training is in the show notes. You can go grab it for free and go take a listen. But assuming you know who you're talking to, assuming you know who you want in the door, you can start to curate a brand style, a brand identity that really speaks to those people and really connects with them. So I've got a couple of personal experiences and personal shares that can really help articulate what I mean and and how I've brought this into my own brand. First example, um, I used to own a wedding planning company. And when I started that company, I was taking on any fucking client I could get. As you know, in the startup world, when your business is just getting going and you're really just trying to find your ground and get clients in the door so that you can become profitable, I was like, yep, 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 just saying yes to anyone. I was creating custom quotes all over the place. I was discounting my offers and services. I was working extended hours. And beyond that, I was really just saying yes to any style of bride in any venue with any sort of demands or wants or overall look and feel for their day. And I did this for a couple of years just to really gain momentum in my business. And then as soon as I started to have an overflow of customers, I started to have this conversation with myself. Like, hold on a minute. Who do I actually want to be working with? Who is my ideal client? What are the weddings that I really love to design? What are the aesthetics that light me up that I like? What are the artistic expressions of a wedding that I really want to curate that feel like masterpieces to me, right? That make me feel proud at the end of the day. What style of bride do I want? And in starting to have this conversation with myself, I really got super clear about how important a brand is. Because what I realized was this. If I created an Instagram account, which is where a ton of my clients were coming from, if I created an Instagram account that had really formal ballroom style weddings all over the Instagram feed, then I was going to attract clients 
who wanted and liked really fancy ballroom-style weddings. Traditional, crystals, tight bouquets of roses that are, are, you know, predictable and beautiful in their own way, but not me and not my style and not what I wanted to be creating. So I realized, like, wait a minute, ding, 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 light bulb moment. If I don't want to be attracting that type of bride, then I've got to stop posting that type of wedding. Seems obvious. But for me, this was a huge moment of like, oh my gosh. So here's what I did. I still had a ton of formal weddings on my books. I was doing them almost every weekend, but I stopped posting that style of wedding to my Instagram feed to change the window display, to change the storefront, to attract a different type of person. So this took me a little bit of time, but I started to get really intentional about my marketing material. I started to get really intentional about the style, the aesthetic, the type of weddings that I was posting. And over a year, what I noticed was that that formal bride wasn't calling me as often. I started to attract brides based on my aesthetic. Like brides are like, oh my gosh, your Instagram feed literally makes me drool. Like I want that and that and that and that and that. And that's exactly it. Like you have showed me what I want and I'm hiring you because your aesthetic is my aesthetic and your vibe is my vibe and your look is my look and let's make the magic. So I really got firsthand experience in how powerful brand identity is. I got really clear on who I was talking to and I created a storefront that drew that person towards me because we shared a similar identity. Okay? That worked really well for me. Blue Violet Events was the name of my company. It is still alive and super healthy and well. And we still have this rustic, beautiful, boho, outdoorsy, natural aesthetic and customer as the result of the aesthetic that's put out. So here's another example. I love style. I love an eclectic, funky, fun style. I used to live in the city. I used to live in Toronto. And then I met my husband and I moved across the country to be with him. And I moved from, you know, a 22-year-old in downtown Toronto on Queen West, like in the middle of all of the goodness, to Whistler, like a small mountain town where the world literally rotates around the snow report. And no one gives a fuck about fashion there. And in, in fact, they have like their really own unique skier snowboard style. So I adapted my style to fit into the environment that I was in. And um, I started to notice, you know, my own personal style really started to fade. And about two years ago, you know, I had babies. I moved to Squamish and being even like, you know, slightly removed from the ski and snowboard community And being in a different environment, having babies going through my own rebirth, my own period of growth and maturity, I really started to sink back into my own style a little bit. And it was last year that I set the intention to bring like Elton John inspiration back into my style, like the eclectic, weird, colorful, eccentric 
pieces and the patterns and the mishmashy colors and to be bold at after school pickup and to wear the sunglasses even though I'm just going to London Drugs and to buy the platform boots and wear them on my forest walk. Like I really started to allow myself to express the parts of me that aren't practical, that are vibrant, that are, you know, a little bit loud and weird and clashy. And I allowed my style to become me again. And this was such a huge moment for me in social media because this year I have felt more alive in my art and more alive in my brand than ever before simply because I'm allowing my identity to shine through in my work, in my photos, in my creation. Okay. Now there's a couple things that happened as a result of this. My work became more fun. It became more authentic and like genuinely me. And in this, I've really started to build these deeper connections with women online. Women comment on my style all the time. I literally have people asking if they can come into my closet and take pieces. Or when I show that I'm purging and donating things, you know, people are like, oh my gosh, me, 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 me. And I love this because my style represents this part of me that I hid for a long time. My style represents this aspect of myself that I allowed to be taken away and dictated by the place that I live. And as I reclaimed that and allowed my weird to come back into my work, it created this resonance, this deep connection with people in my community who love that too, who see that expression and want to feel that too, okay? So my window display became more of who I am now. And that began to attract people who want to be connected, who want that feeling, who want that expression, who want to be in women's world, who are that type of expressed too. Okay. So this has been my most recent experience with my own brand identity. Like, how can I be more me? How can I be more weird? You know, and often I think, especially as online entrepreneurs who work from home, like hands up. If you wore sweatpants for two straight (laughs) years during the pandemic, fucking right. I have more sweatsuits right now than I've ever had in my life. And I love them. But I also love wearing my custom Cooney Sisters blazer with the sequin lightning bolts for no fucking reason because that's what makes me feel good in a day. And when I do both, when I wear the sweatsuits with pride and when I wear the suit jacket with confidence, just because that's how I feel today, my storefront becomes more attractive, more magnetic, more vibrant, more exciting, okay, more me. And my brand becomes this truer expression of who I am, which draws in people that are like me. So I want you to start to look at your brand identity. If people were walking by my store, if they were scrolling the internets and they came across my storefront, what would they think? Who would want to come in here? Like, who would I be attracting? Is it the right type of person for me? Is this a person that I would want to be friends with? Is this the type of person who wants to buy my stuff? Right? Is this the person that I want to be having conversations with? Does my brand identity truly represent me and my work? If the answer is no, then it's time to relook and reconsider your brand identity. 
Okay. The other thing, the other layer of this is you really want your brand identity to be a true expression of your brand. Here's what I mean by this, okay? If you walk by a store and in the window they've got all of these like neon flowers and neon lights and cool signs and, you know, it's like super funky on the outside and then you walk in and it's like all 90s with floral patterns and lace from like the 1950s. Well, the window display isn't really a true representation of what's going on inside. And we could actually call that false advertising and false marketing, which is just bullshit. Okay. I'm calling bullshit on that one. So you also want to have this truth and this authenticity in your window display. So it's this true representation of you. You know, I have people in my house all the time. Like my house just has these rotating doors. It's my favorite thing about my home and my life, honestly, is this space that we hold for community in our home. And the number one always consistent thing that people say when they walk in my house is like, wow, your home has such a good feeling. Like it's so beautiful and it has such a good feel. Okay. And that feeling is aligned with the way that my house looks and the look of my house supports the way that it feels. They intertwine with one another. There's this like beautiful coherence between the aesthetic and the actual experience. And that's what we want for your brand. Do people actually walk into my store and feel the way that my brand looks? Does the brand identity match the brand experience? So lots to consider today, but your brand identity is really, really important because it's the first thing people see. It's what they're making their first judgments, really. It's what they're basing their first opinions of you on. So we want to nail that brand identity, okay? So get curious about this. Again, if this is something that you want to dive deeper into, you can work with me one-on-one or you can jump into the Branded Mastermind. We begin January 1st and we talk a lot about brand identity, brand expression, what your brand looks like, how you're showing up for your brand. We dive into the unique differentiating factors of your brand and how you can clearly articulate that. And I would love to have those conversations with you inside that space. The link is in our show notes. The Brandon Mastermind is on pre-sale until December 15th. So if you want to jump in now and commit to three months of working with me, then you'll save a little bit of money if you jump in today. I can't wait to see you there. I can't wait to see you for day five of the Art of Social Media free course right here on the Brand Is You podcast. And just as a little sneaky reminder, don't forget to enter the giveaway. In order to enter this giveaway, all you have to do are two simple things. Are you ready? I guess it's kind of three. You're going to go follow the Brand Is You podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Once you follow the podcast, you take a screenshot and then you're going to take that screenshot and upload it to your Instagram stories and tag me at Robin underscore Savage. Every time you share the podcast and tag me so you can do it every single day of the course, every time you share it will be an entry to win the chance to work with me one-to-one in 2023 to dive deeper into these conversations together. Love you so much. I'll see you soon.